Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, let's talk about the bigger picture. Uh-huh. Let's talk about how we be balling, playing with yeah, the yeah, Wizards. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the Nets and how they always got good pitches. Jeez. Let's talk about the cats who rescue, turn them boys to winners. Uh-huh. Injuries and updates, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To the opponent, we stand toe to toe, yeah, yeah, yeah. To the top, this podcast gonna go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's something you should know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to episode 26 of Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry, and he is the stoner. Good morning. Good morning, Nathan. What's happening in your world? Oh, not much. Missing swim lessons, doing everything we can to just make sure we get through the day. Old man missing, knees. Why are you missing the swim lessons? Because I didn't communicate very well with the, the wife, and uh, so I showed up about 10 minutes late for the, for the swim lesson, so... Had to had to had to drive back with my my t- tail between my legs and be like, okay, yeah, I I, I owe you for that one. You blew that one. Yeah. Hey, so what happened uh, with the U.S. team? What? Uh, the it's it's not good. Team? It's not good, man. Oh it's no, they good. lost. They they well, they're losing. It okay. Looks like ESPN's got them uh, down 79-74. Oh, it's over. Uh, yeah, it's over. Yeah. Yeah, with, that's all right. It's just a pool seventeen game, seconds right? left. It's... But isn't that a problem? So I feel like that's still a problem. Well, I don't, pro- probably not because the France is a metal favorite. They'll be fine. They just got three new guys on the squad, right? So they got to. That's uh, true. There's been a lot of there's been a lot of turnover, and I'm not just talking about uh, uh, Lillard's turnover there in the last like ten seconds or so of the game. So no game time this time. They got to figure out how to get Javale McGee into the rotation. You know, he's a very important <laughs> cog in this team. Oh, Javale. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that, that's what they're. Former wizard. Is. Yeah. There, that that he is, and so we're going to be talking about uh, quite a few things here on Ref the District today. In fact, uh, we're going to be going over uh, the NBA draft during our warm up. During the game, we're going to be talking about training camp. We'll be there. Hope to see you. And in our post game, we're going to be talking about the Caps and the trade deadline in MLB. Are the Nats buyers or sellers? We're going to go over that in the post game. You know, Ref the District is a part of the Lounge Room Network, and we are, in fact, sponsored by One Call Technology. If you are having internet issues, you're going to want to call One Call Technology because they can help you out. They have more than 100 years of experience in virtually every aspect of business communications, so they can help you out with that high-speed internet. They can run those analytics and save you possibly up to 20%. All you have to do is give them a call. You can head out to their website, www.onecalltech.com, or give them a call at 888-585-8850. So and smooth. We, it's almost like I have training in this. It's crazy. It's crazy. So we do have our own stuff going on. Let's continue with the housekeeping portion of Ref the District. Right. Uh, so we stream live every Sunday, 10 a.m., Eastern Standard Time, and uh, we are also on your major uh, podcast platform, so you can catch us there. And we now have a Facebook page. So Facebook page was kicked off. I told Stoner last week we'd have it up before the next show, and I got there 
maybe just in time. It's it's it, but we'll have all of our content posted there as well. You can join the conversation on our Facebook page, and as there was mentions in our comments, you can get some Ref the District merch. Just head out to our Twitter at Ref the District and hit that link tree and go to uh, the bottom link there, and you can get a Ref the District T-shirt or Ref the District sticker, uh, our logo, and uh, I'm, I'm personally. Really excited for the Just a Fan one. Yeah, for so sure. We have those coming in. Hopefully, they'll be here before training camp. Yep. Hopefully, uh, so Pretty close. Uh, very. I, I put the prices on those as low as possible, so it's not. You know, we, you will support the show by getting them, but really, we just like to see people with uh, with some Ref the District swag. So hopefully, you can get some and uh, and uh, you know, like I said, support the show. If not, it's all right. We would love to see you out there during training camp so if you're going to training camp let us know you know let us know that when are we going remind me when we're going so i will be there friday with the family and then ref the district will be representing on saturday so you and i will be there saturday um i'll still have my family with me uh but we'll be geeking out and really looking forward to that but we're going to talk more about training camp during the game Mm. let's go ahead and move on to the NBA, you know, we just talked, we opened up a little banter there with USA losing to France unless some, yep. some miracles happened. You know, it's possible. They're, they're. No, you want me to check it? Let me yeah, get, get the. Go ahead and check it. Oh, they lost by seven. Eight they lost by seven. So they definitely did not come back. They were, they were up and then lost, but they were coming back the fourth. They, that was a fourth uh, quarter comeback. You know, some familiar faces there. And you mentioned, you know, McGee, who is a former wizard. As we near this NBA trade deadline, there's a lot of rumors that got you a little heated there, Stoner. Yes. So you, uh, this morning, when we got on, before we started this, we got on the call, and you said, how you doing? And I'm like, well, I'm pissy. I'm in a grumpy mood. And it has to do with sports. I can separate what's going on in the home life from the sports life. And in the sports life, I'm in a very grumpy mood because of these trade rumors. And it drives me crazy. If you and I put out a trade rumor, like I always say, like we always say, we're just fans. We don't know any better. Just a fan. Yeah, we we don't have any insight into these things. You have sources. You have sources. We do have some sources, but (laughs) the sources are not going to sit there and tell us that, hey, Bradley Beal said I want to be traded. And you know what? Nobody has that source because Bradley Beal has never said I want to be traded to anybody. And when these legitimate legitimate uh, journalists put out there, blue check mark people who work for websites or newspapers or whomever they work for, they put out there that Bradley Beal is considering asking for a trade. What does that even mean? It means I'm that considering- it, it means that somebody asked him, would you be okay being traded? And instead of saying no, he probably was just like, you know, we're going to let that be settled. So it's like, okay, so he's considering it. He's, yeah. Or he's, probably he's, not even that. Probably somebody <laughs> heard it from somebody that he is considering. And what does considering even mean? I mean, LeBron James is considering retiring, but he's not going to. So I call that a, a hedge, the hedgiest tweet ever, a hedge. You are, you're hedging your bets. So no matter what happens, this person can sit there and say, I was right. Do you think they should trade Beal? Well, now that's a whole other question. Right, Uh, it is, and that's why I asked it. That's what I want to know. Do you think they should trade Beal? Absolutely not, and and that's not just like a homer take. I don't think that they should trade him. They've got to give this new regime a chance to perform first, right? 
But isn't that isn't that the time to do it, right? Well, is is at the, at the start? Coach, you're going to bring in a coach who's got future draft picks and everything, and they're going to be terrible for a few years. Get the old Kenny That's not the case. What do you think you can get for Beal? The Brett Brown situation in Philadelphia when he went through all those years you're, of losing. I, I guess you won't be you won't you won't see another superstar swap. Uh, no, you will not. You'll just so 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 you'll that. see draft picks. But so are, why not keep Scotty Brooks for that? Well, I think we all know why we're not keeping Scotty Brooks. I think well, I, I think that that's I'm saying that's a foregone conclusion you, why he's gone. Why would you get rid of a coach if your entire plan was to trade your superstars and basically start over? Because why you want to, because you're literally doing you, like you have a coach who you can start over with. I I don't agree with that. I don't agree that you bring in a brand new coach and a whole new philosophy with superstars on the team and say we're going to gut the team and start from scratch. I don't, well, I don't well, okay, so they keep the old. Are you okay if they trade Westbrook? No. You want them to keep that that that's their core. Give right them a now. chance. Give them a chance where you bring in supporting players, whether that's Gafford and Bertans and and whomever else that they end up bringing in their draft pick, develop Avdia, all this stuff. Give that a chance first. Then, if that doesn't work out, and if that just so happens that. Brad is in the last year of his contract and he opts out because it was all terrible. That's a whole nother story. But for right now, I think you have to give this team and this new coach a chance to excel. And that's what I think they'll do as well. All right. Well, I, I think, I, I think that they put this out there and I want to say, I think a lot of the West Unseld junior questions that I've seen have talked about the potential of players like Rui and Avdia and not so much on the stuff that's centered around Beal and Westbrook. Now, a large part of that is because Rui and Avdia are your young talents uh, and you want to see their growth. And so, you know, I think that's why that's geared there. But it also opens up that conspiracy door where it's just like, okay, is he not planning to build around Beal and Westbrook? You know, opening up the idea that, hey, they can trade for assets. And I think... That now is the time. That's that, to me. If you're going to start over, I want you to start over year one. I don't want you to start over year two. And you see this a little bit with Washington football team. That's where a lot of people have a problem with the way that they're they're you know doing the quarterback situation. Is Ron Rivera is going into you know, could potentially be going into year three with a rookie quarterback. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want that. You want to. You want to have, you know, that happen earlier on the contract so they have time to develop and make sure that, you know, they're going. But I, I don't know what exactly they'd get back for either of them. Obviously, you'd, you know, Beal's got, got first round. Uh, he's he's going to get you a couple firsts probably. Oh, for uh, sure. First this year, first next year type deal. Westbrook, I think, would be a little bit less given his age. I think his play is still there, but I mm-hmm. think that his, uh, his age... And I think that there are people who don't necessarily like the play style. Uh, even here on, in the Wizards fan base, you still see a lot of people who you know aren't really excited for Russ. Not me, man. I love watching the guy play. Love he's 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 a he's a great player. I would not like to see either of them traded, but I think that now is the time to really do that. Okay. So, so where where do you think that they are going to go? So they're they're sitting right in the middle. Yep. Of of the of the draft. 
where do you feel like they're going to go? Are they going to go an overseas player? Are they going to go a college player? I mean, who knows? These things are such crapshoots, especially, like you said, at 15, right in the middle. There's so many guys. There has been some talent lately. I mean, you, you got uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard and mm-hmm. Giannis were both yeah. mid-round first, you know, first. So yeah. you, you can definitely get some quality. Uh, well, then, you've seen with uh, Mann on the, the Nets, who Terrence Mann, uh, you know, Terrence Mann was a second-round pick. For the Clippers. For right. the, was, oh, sorry, that's right. It's for the Clippers. Paul George. Right. Well, know. I mean, Jokic is... Um, is a great example. He was a second round pick. He's the first ever MVP, MVP to come from the second round. But those are few and far between, right? Go look at the last 10 years of the 15th pick, and you'll see a bunch of names that you don't even recognize because they never made it. Well, you'll I mean, you can do that with some of the top 10 picks, too. Exactly. So you're, you're I think basketball is definitely one of those things that uh, it's very interesting uh, to see that top tier talent that doesn't pan out. Uh, the way that you think they would, I th- you know, you'd feel like the games would translate a little bit better, but they don't always. This much we know, they need shooting. They need a number three, a small forward, uh, a wing player who is long and who is defensive minded and can shoot. And they need depth. The, I mean, they got completely exposed by Philadelphia. But a lot of it was injury. Abdia was out. And uh, just from the beginning of the year, Bryant was out. Bertans ended up going out in that fourth game, whichever game it was. So they got exposed at the number three position. So whatever they do this offseason, draft free agents, they've got to shore up shooting, defense, and that number three position for sure. I think defense is something that I'd be a little upset if they go that route. Because I think that Wes Unsell Jr. has a plan for defense. He's the coach. He's going to coach that defense in. So I don't want them to go with another defensive player. And that's a lot lot of my favorite guys who have played that are, you know, some crazy names like, again, a Thunder fan, uh, you know, Tavo Cephalosha. Do you remember him? Sure, yeah. Yeah, he was great. He was a great defender for several years. And, like, but zero offensive game. If they grab a guy like Cephalosha – you know, from wherever, whether or not that be, you know, overseas player, which a lot of people think that they're going to go overseas, or if they're going to take a, uh, you know, a college player, if they grab someone who's a defensive specialist, I'd be, I'd be upset because I feel like they, that Wes is going to have the opportunity to coach that into the team. And you're right. What's, what they need is another scorer and they need a score that doesn't go to the basket. Yeah, they just because a spot up shooter. Yeah, Somebody because you, you have Westbrook and Beal who both like to play closer to the basket. You know, yeah. Beal Beal was uh, an amazing scorer, or has been an amazing scorer for years. He just barely missed the scoring title this last season, mm-hmm. but he's not. He's unlike Curry. He's not who did win the the uh, scoring title. He's not a three ball guy. Right. You know, he he's he's gonna get his points almost on on volume efficient but on volume uh whereas someone like curry is going to go from three so i think that they they back away from the uh the center open that up a little bit that'll give room for beal for westbrook Rui is somebody who i also feel plays more of a mid-range post game which is understandable when you're playing him at the four or if you're doing small ball and he's at the five uh what do you think about moving him to the three which one? Who? Rui Which specifically. Rui to the three. Rui to sure. The three. If you get if you have somebody for the four, maybe you move Bryant to the four 
and um, uh, Gafford to the five, and Rui to the three, and then Westbrook. You know, that seems you know, the opposite like, of small ball go tall ball. Yeah, but well, I mean Bryant, he's a stretch four. He can yeah. shoot it. He's a pretty good shooter outside. Uh, but I mean, we have no idea if he's even able to do that. He maybe these uh, power forwards are just too quick for him out there. Who knows? Who knows what they're going to do? But it is interesting about Beal, like you said, he is he's a guy that plays very well in in ISO and isolation situations, and that's how he gets his point drive to the basket. When he first came into the league, he was just a spot up shooter. That's what he was. All he did was sit out there and wait for John Wall to penetrate and kick it out. And then all those years of John being hurt, he had to develop his game, which he did. And now he's all around. And it's it's just surprising that his three point shooting has really fallen off because that's what he was really good at early on. And now he's not so great of a shooter. But you know what? Here, I, don't, I'm I make, wouldn't say he's not necessarily. He's not a great. Shooter. He's not. Yeah, he's not one of the he elite. Yeah, he's not one of the elite three point shooters. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm I'm making my pick for the Wizards at 15. Okay, they brought in like. 25 guys for workouts right and so we have no idea who they're going to take but i'm going to go out on a limb and they're t- going to take Corey kispert from gonzaga i have no idea i don't even know if he's worth a 15 <laughs> pick i'm just a fan we, we uh, i mean we can't even tell you who the number two pick is going to be this year no, so no i think i think I think the uh, Cade Cunningham out of uh, Oklahoma State's your first pick, and then and after that, after that it's it's a it's a crapshoot. So right. we'll see we'll see how it plays out. That's uh, going to be happening this week, so stay yeah, tuned. Yeah, we'll, we'll, that's going to yeah. be exciting. We'll let you know uh, next week how what we think about the Wizards' plan and whether well, you or not know, they... we'll let you we'll we'll let you know um, Thursday night what we think. <laughs> but you have to follow <laughs> us on Twitter and all that. Yeah. So follow us on Twitter. That's at Ref the District. So NBA draft on Thursday. You know, stay tuned to our page, and we'll give you some some live updates on what we feel, and then you can hear us hash it out on our, our Sunday show. But just briefly, because uh, we will be having our fan show. But more on that coming up here on the game. Game on. All right, so we got training camp coming up, but mm-hmm. more importantly for us here on Ref the District, we have our fan episode. Okay, yeah. maybe not more importantly, you know, we were very excited about the training camp ourselves. So, again, we'll be out there on Saturday, uh, so you'll need to hit us up there. But you need to get with us first for this fan episode. So we, we set a very modest goal. For 100 you know, subscribers to the channel, you guys have helped us out tremendously. We've blown past that. We should yep. already be looking towards 250 uh, right. right now. So uh, thank you to everyone who's helped this channel grow. Yeah, uh, and our way to pay you back is we're asking for you to send in a, your, your, a, a video of yourself on why you became a fan of the Washington football team. Keep it to less than a minute. Shoot it to our email. That's refthedistrict at gmail.com. We got it right on the first try this time. <laughs> last that's... last week, maybe that's, you know, we've got we've got a few videos. I think we've got uh, uh, three or four videos now and uh, and 10 more people saying they're going to get them to us very shortly. Rio, thank you for, for jumping in. Uh, rambling with Rio Robinson. If you've not subscribed to his channel and his podcast, excellent podcast there with Rio. So uh, get with him. Uh, and uh, follow him as well. Uh, he's going to get his in tonight. So yeah, I'm, cool. I'm excited excited to see that. 
yep. really yeah, excited. Yeah, like you to said, we have gotten a few in already, and a lot of people, and like you said, uh, are are telling us that they're going to send theirs in, get them in before Thursday the 29th, if possible, because we've got to get them all ready, and then we got we're going to training camp, and then bam, next thing you know, we've got our live show on Sunday, where we're going to play these videos. Uh, so yeah, that'll be really cool if uh, people are going to send them in. So. All right. Yep. So get those fan videos in and hit us up on Saturday. So we'll we'll be tweeting. Uh, so you'll see that we'll be out there. Uh, Bama Lounge. Hey, what's up? Thank you for joining us again. We stream these live on Sunday morning. So if you uh, if you hear us, inter- if you're listening on one of your podcast platforms and hear us interacting with our chat, just know that you could be one of those. And eventually. When I'm smart enough, we'll figure mm-hmm. out how we're going to stream across all the platforms at once, and then we're going to have to manage <laughs> all, all the chats. But it's okay. We'll figure it out. We'll figure that out. So what are you most looking forward to on, at training camp? Well, I'll be honest. I like to go to training camp because I like to see practice. I like to watch practice. A lot of people go to training camp because they want to interact with the players and they want to get – uh, autographs and pictures and all. I don't care about all that. I want to see Terry McLaurin going one on one with William Jackson the third. That's what that I. That would be see. exciting. You know that what I mean? I want to see that, and I want to see Fitzpatrick zipping the ball in there, and I want to see Heineke's noodle arm, and I want to see. Uh, <laughs> oh man, we are about to get a lot of angry messages. I guarantee. I want to see it. Steven Montez playing tight end. You know what I mean? I yeah. want to see all all the stuff, stuff the fans have been talking about right, since right. since the beginning. That's what I like to see, but it's it's we're Saturday. going fan appreciation day. Yeah, it's it's fan appreciation day, so I don't know how much practicing they're going to be doing on that day. And important note, they are right. not going to be doing autographs this year. Yeah, that's true. You can't have that close interaction, but mm-hmm. still, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on for yeah. fans. I don't know how much practice they're actually going to do. Hopefully, we'll get to see at least a little bit of practice. That's that's what I want to see. What do you want to see? What are you looking forward to? Seeing? I, I would love to see those things. I, what I really like want to see is I want to see the the interaction that they have. Mm. You know, I want to see that chemistry because I feel like mm. if the chemistry's there off the field, that I feel like that will translate to on the field. I think that's true. So yeah. so I, I that's what I'm I'm eager to see. I want to see them. Uh, you know, we as fans. Uh, we we see them you know either on the TV screen or we're there at the games and yeah. it's so I just want to kind of see them as people yeah because that's what they're people too uh, they you know, we preach too. we we preach this in and uh, broadcasting all the time right so uh, for for those who are are unaware right so in the military you're gonna have some you know lowly two striper in the air force who's interviewing a four star general and so yeah. you can't be afraid of that four star general they're just people too. Uh, and so that's that's uh, that's what I want to do because I'll tell you this I was in uh, Tampa for a preseason game I did not know this at the time I wasn't tracking I was there for business and uh, we're at the hotel and we're getting ready to leave to go see Guardians of the Galaxy that's how f- far back this is okay I don't know is that Just, that far back that's 2013 2014 okay. yeah, that's 2015. Okay. That's, that's like six, seven years ago. All right, I'm tracking. Okay, how about this? This is how far back it is. RG3 still on the team. <laughs> that's right. Okay. We still had hope for RG3. Okay, the, that is way back. Yeah. So the uh, as I'm as we're getting ready to leave, I notice that there's a lot of commotion in the the you know 
the waiting area, the lounge area, mm-hmm. and a lot of people with uh, some Washington Redskins gear on. It was just like, well, what, what's happening here? And it turns out it happened to be the hotel the Washington team was staying at. And so I was like, so like guys, we're going to have to hold off real quick. We're going to see a later showing because I'm not going to miss this opportunity. And I was, for the first time in my life that I can think of, yeah. was a little fan struck, right? Ah, so I was fan just, boy. Yeah, I was just like, oh, my goodness, as they're walking by. And I'm just, one, for those who uh, are also unaware, I'm a very large person. I'm six foot three. Yeah. Uh, and so... You know, no, no weight. You're not going to give your. Two, weight. I'm 250 right now, but that's <laughs> okay. also that's also a lot more because I can't do anything with my knees and uh, yeah. and abdomen, the the surgery. So the uh, I'd prefer to be more of a healthy 235. Mm-hmm. The uh, but uh, as they're walking by, that was the biggest thing for me was like when you see them on the field, you think of them as titans almost, right? So they're yeah. they're, they're like gladiators. Yeah. They're very larger than life. Yeah. I'm taller than most of the ones that were walking by. Like the whole team yeah. walked by, and I'm just like, "Oh, there's that, and there's this, and there's this." I was like, yeah. and, and then RG3 did some. Uh, he did some signing. I had nothing on me. Like I, I, I literally was holding up. Uh, so our our ID cards when we get them issued, right? They come in these little sleeves. Oh, yeah. The, for the RFID protection. Oh, no. I literally pulled that out and was just like trying to get him to sign it. I couldn't get it. There was some guy who was just trying to get the signature so you can sell the stuff on eBay. Uh, but he was, you know. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. the problem with signa- uh, getting signatures. They, they don't like to do it because of those guys, yeah. right? The guys who are selling it. Yeah. So it's... Uh, yeah. You know, it, it was exciting. So that's that. Like I said, that to me is the the interaction, seeing them in person again, would is is what I'm really looking forward to. Uh, again, I get to go two days, yep. so I get to I'll definitely get to see. You know, I think it's Kid Day or Family Day on Friday. On Friday, okay. Because yep. I think that's why we're we're taking our son on Friday because there's a whole thing. I know we were planning on going Thursday. Yeah. Um, it is a bit of a drive for you, though. Yeah, it's, so. a, it's a little much. So I, I ended up we, I ended up giving those tickets away. Not I ended up giving. We gave them away yeah. as part of a trivia contest on our show. So it went to somebody who watches the show, which is great, and somebody who's going to go to the practice on Thursday. So that's great. So I was able to transfer the tickets to him. That was pretty cool. Yeah, excited for for that person, and uh, I'll let Stoner yep. figure out who it is so we can give them a proper shout out for the yeah, show. Yeah, it was it was Pedro. Uh, I don't know that I can pronounce his last name like Schmeth or something to that effect. Sorry, Pedro, but he did earn them and and he got them, and I'm glad he's going. That that's right. pretty cool. So that was for Thursday's uh, practice, which so was the, supposed to be military appreciation, and I know there's. Uh, I saw I saw a lot of other podcasts giving away uh, tickets uh, or offering up some tickets, which is great uh, yep. because I think the Thursday ones when they then Washington posted the link to that to say, hey, here you know here's our military appreciation, come come you know get these tickets. They were gone like immediately, like you clicked oh, yeah. on the link and they were gone. So uh, we definitely want you know as I. I don't feel bad for going two days because I know there's some fans who are going all four days, uh, but I would love to have more fans being able to interact uh, with them. So that, that I think that'll be pretty exciting. And, yeah, so uh, we're definitely going to be looking for all our our fellow WFT podcasters oh, there on Saturday. I, I know there's going to be a lot of them, so we're going to look for them, meet them in person. It's it's a pretty cool thing that in this area in the Washington Football Team podcast in this area there is a 
camaraderie. There, there is no rivalry between all of us. There's plenty of space for all of us in this, in this field of doing Washington football team podcasts. So we all try to help each other out. And so it'll be nice to kind of meet all those guys in person, or at least some of them on Saturday. We don't know how we're going to find them in in thousands and thousands of people <laughs> who are going to be there. Well, that's why I said stay tuned on our yeah, stay tuned on Twitter. I'm hoping, I'm really hoping our shirts will be in on time. Uh, I don't know that they will be because the window it does extend past the uh, the, uh, the 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 weekend. So yeah. hopefully we'll have our ref the district shirts on. If not, uh, you'll you can find us because we'll be you know announcing uh, not our exact our exact location on Twitter, but we will we'll be pushing sure. out some some content from Twitter. Yep. So be sure to follow at ref the district if you haven't already. Uh, you know, it'll be it'll be good, and don't and be afraid what? to hit us up. Let us know that you're there, and uh, and hey, we'll Maybe get some we'll, uh, we'll get some pictures uh, with you, and and uh, you know, and it'll love be, to interact with you. It'll be the first time you and I have been in the same space since twenty. 17 or twenty seventeen or eighteen, maybe. Yeah, I think twenty seventeen because that's when I would have uh, moved to Italy. Yeah, before I went to Italy. So 2017. Yeah. I mean, if you don't count me dropping off stickers at your house oh, where I, I stayed in the car. I forgot, uh, that's right. You you actually dropped off this. The this, rest of the district sticker, which we have. We ha- what do you call this thing? That's a tumbler. Yeah, tumbler. Yeah, you dropped off this tumbler with the sticker on it. So, yeah, I forgot about that. So, I do have some. You've ordered some more. And I have some extras here. Yep. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll ke- keep these with me. And so that way if... Uh, I tell you what, if you're following us, on your shirt. You, you can you can ask me for one of these. If I have one available, I will give you one of our Ref the District stickers. Uh, hopefully, I'll have maybe even some bigger ones uh, later. Because, again, uh, part of our little merch that we have is uh, a Ref the District. The Ref, your favorite uh, member of the Ref the District crew is our little Ref logo. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so I have those coming as well. So... Uh, be pretty exciting. So, anything else you're looking forward to in training camp? Um, no, like I said, I just want to see them out there. I want to see them, like the chemistry. That's a big thing. Like you said just them. I like to see the battle. I like to see the competition in camp. I don't right. want to. You see hear them. a lot of it, right there. You hear how the defense, the offense is jawing at each yeah. other. The receivers and the and, and the uh, DBs, especially. Yeah. You know, they're sure. taking it personal. I love. I'd love to see that. I want. I want to see that in person. Uh, I'm gonna any- count. I'm gonna count how many uh, pickles that uh, Fitzpatrick throws. <laughs> right. I'm gonna. I'm just count them up. I'm, maybe I'll put like little tick marks on my shirt. That's one Fitzpatrick. There's another one. Because, you know, that's going to happen. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> we'll see. I just got a goof down him. Hopefully he throws none. None. And then hopefully uh, the Heineke hype. We'll see the Heineke hype crowd out there. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be plenty of that. That's <laughs> for sure. That's, that's something for the season that I'm absolutely not looking forward to. Is the first bad game that Fitzpatrick has first bad quarter first bad throw that he makes <laughs> and it's just gonna be see should have been heineke didn't get a fair shot in training camp should be uh we're just gonna have to deal with that but i'm ready for it as long as you process and know get, that it's get it beforehand and then yeah. that, that way you don't let it because you're you mentioned earlier you're in a pissy mood and then you yeah. don't want that to transfer over it's, yeah. it's important that's important to not take your 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 sports anger out on your family <laughs> It took oh, me. Yeah, yeah. A, it, it took me a little bit to get 
to that. My wife will tell you, uh, and this is unfortunate, right? Because Washington, if Washington lost on Sunday, pretty much I'm in a bad mood until Tuesday. Yeah, that's and, true. And that's unfortunately, true. in our and and you know since you know '92, there's been a lot of losing. Wow. So a lot of bad Sunday Mondays. Uh, but eventually I learned, Hey, it's not fair to take that on your family. So, uh, you, you know, know, when my, don't my let wife, the team affect you that much. Yeah. You know, when my wife finally had enough of it was all in for week one. You remember that for, for <laughs> RG three, he was all in for week one of 2013, uh, just yeah, like 2013 talking about yeah. earlier. And, you know, I was just, I just thought that it was going to be Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl. And look at this guy, and he's setting all kinds of records in the weight room, right? And he was putting all that stuff on social media. And I was like, oh, my God, I love this guy. I can't get enough of him. And then he was just garbage from not, there on out. And my wife was just like, I hate when you do that. I hate when you get so high on one of your teams and all they do is disappoint. And she had a she had a point. Right for so many years, all our teams would disappoint until the Caps broke through, and then the Nats broke through. Now maybe we'll go on like Mystics were in there. I don't, I, yeah, I don't Mystics know, broke Mystics through. Mystics got in there. Uh, maybe we'll go on a Bostonian like run, like they do up there in Boston, when all their teams are winning. Not yeah. every single year, but every couple years, another team. Yeah, yeah, something. At least you got contenders, and and uh, and yeah. you're in there. The uh, it'd be nice to see that. So as far as like fan anger, probably the uh, the the probably the best story to tell for me right now would have been 2009 or two. It would have been you know it's probably 2009. The opener is against the Giants, and we lost like 16-13 or whatnot. But it came down to like one of the last few plays, and I just tossed literally was. I just threw an ottoman across the room, <laughs> right? Like, just in anger, I smashed it, smashed the top. Thankfully, it was a cushioned ottoman, and this is twofold. That it was cushioned because one, I'm I'm like Hulk smashing the top of it, and then I just launched it across the room, and it thankfully hit cushion side on the window oh. because it just. I mean, it. I mean, I'm talking like 15 feet. I just just completely just lost my mind, uh, and that's about the time that I realized. That uh, and see my wife's in there. She noticed. She knows it's the Ottoman throwing story coming up. That's like the, uh, legendary in the yeah, Barry family. Yeah, that's probably the moment <laughs> that I realized that maybe I shouldn't allow my team to affect me to that get, much. Yeah. But it doesn't matter, right? You're excited, and and I know a lot of fans are excited. We're going during Fan Appreciation Day. I know a lot of fans were disappointed to hear that you weren't going to be able to get autographs because a lot of them want to mm. go for that kind of interaction. Yeah. But with the, you know, the protocols that are in place, we, we just want to make sure that the players are safe and that we're safe. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what the NFL is doing great as for well. The players. I care about if I'm <laughs> yeah. good yeah. for them. I care about number one right here. Yeah. So what, uh, you know, that, that, that transitions into the NFL doing the same thing. Big, big, uh, big announcement this week came out from the NFL saying that unvaccinated players, if they start an outbreak, there's not if the team if the game can't be rescheduled within those 18 weeks, yeah, it's just being forfeited. It's going to count as a loss. Um, so yeah, it's a big of, deal, right? Yeah, a lot of a lot of players weren't happy. RG three mentioned he 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 you know he was he thought that it was. Uh, uh, 
you know, not a great thing because it's just all about the, uh, you know, the money for the NFL. And it is. It's the bottom Ugh. line is that we, you know, they want to keep the season intact. You know, they're not mandating the vaccine. They have put some things in there to encourage. Not in so many words. They haven't mandated yeah. But they, they haven't mandated it. Yeah, they, they're they're definitely they they're encouraging it because they're the, uh, for people to get the, uh, the the vaccine because if you get to a certain if you have the vaccine you can do more things like visit your family on the bye week. Mm-hmm. Um, they you know if your team's above a certain threshold you can do certain activities. That's right. Uh, Washington, by the way, is actually not above that threshold they're actually one of the the four bottom four teams on the vaccine mm-hmm. levels they're gonna get there trust me they will get there so one of the things though is, is washington football team last year was praised for how they handled the situation mm-hmm. and it had the least number of cases so yeah good um, for them it's a new so year it is a new year it's hopefully new they continue you know, continue it you know i do think that there's some competitive advantages at play when it comes to that so just keep in mind, but uh, and uh, just so. just get the stupid vaccine already. Yeah, I'm vaccinated. For, uh, you'll you'll see me yeah, out there, and uh, and you know I, I'm looking forward to again interacting. I'm a big I'm a big social person, so like I love like high fiving, fist bumping, hugging, right. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward to getting back to that. Uh, you won't really see too much of that, you know, come training camp because of. Uh, of, all uh, the rules, right? Of all the rules, but but it's it's really is simple. It, it it's it's not written like this anywhere, but it's very simple. Get the vaccine or don't play. That's ro- what it's coming down to. And we've seen a couple of coaches already who There's have said two, because two that coaches is the rule for coaches. Yeah, you right? have to be. You have Get to the have vaccine it or don't coach. Yeah. And a couple of coaches have said, "Okay, I'm not coaching." Great. Well, you're out of the way. And you're not gonna. We're not gonna have any issues with you infecting other players, or coaches, or administrators, or the janitor, or the guy who does the laundry, or whomever. You're not gonna have any interaction with them, and the chances are lower. So just get the vaccine, and you can play. And if you don't, you probably can't play. It's really that simple. I think you can play. I think. I mean, well, no one. No one's gonna tell Hopkins, right, in Arizona, that he can't take the field. Okay. Um. Correct. No one's gonna. No one's gonna stop him. The, the coach. What? Might. What? What is? Well, I think. What? Yeah. What's the bigger deal? Right. Is if you're a free agent, mm-hmm. they, it's in the rules that they can ask whether or not you have the vaccine. The because teams can ask you the, because you're not a part of the organization. Country, and if you refuse, yeah, you're taken. It's taken as a no. So you don't have to tell them. But if you yeah. tell them, I'm not going to tell you, and you're treated as a no, and that's going to affect. I think if you're a free agent, I think you're getting the vaccine because, you know, one, especially as injuries happen, you're going to want to get, you know, if you're talking somebody who's off the street like Heineke was last year, Mm -hmm. you're going to want that vaccine to make sure that you're actually marketable to these teams because they can't risk taking an unvaccinated player. Yeah, they won't. And and having that. So I do think it's a very interesting situation. I'm with you. Just get the vaccine. Uh, I, I understand. It's a personal choice. So it's, you... it's it's getting to the point, and we're trying not to be too political here, right? But it's getting to the point where I'm no longer agreeing with that stance that it's a personal choice. It's getting to the point to where your personal choice is now affecting me or my family, and I'm going to have a problem with that. 
And uh, Matt and I had this discussion just yesterday via text. And Matteo, who's here uh, watching right now, but we had this discussion. And he said, look, my f- my daughter is in fifth grade. And if you don't have the vaccination, she can't get it. There's a possibility that you're going to uh, jeopardize the health of my daughter. That's a problem. Right? So not to get too far off the track, but it's the same in the NFL. If you're not willing to protect those around you, then those around you are going to have a problem with you. So just get the stupid vaccine and we'll be fine. It's it's no longer a personal choice is what I'm trying to say. You you do, you do affect the people around you. My thing when it comes down to the personal choice comments is I just want people to make informed decisions. So if you Mm -hmm. sit there and you read all the, the literature, like actual, like literature, not like somebody's Twitter thread, like read, trust the scientists and the doctors. You know, I'm not going to go that far. Okay, Uh, right. So, so you don't have to trust the government. You, you know, I just want you know, make sure you're going in with an informed decision. We had this with Montez Sweat. We yeah, talk to your doctor. We've had this with Montez Sweat earlier, where he wasn't a fan of them bringing in a nurse uh, who was considered an expert. Uh, on the vaccine, he he wasn't a big fan of that, but he was just like, I want to get more information. I was like, then you have if you want to get more information, you can't say you're not a fan of having experts being brought in because right. that just makes it sound like you just want to hear somebody you know tell you your view because there are a lot of players. You know, it's not just Cole Beasley or Hopkins. You know, there are a lot of players, including those on Washington. They might not have, besides just Sweat, there, there's others who might not have been just as vocal as him who yeah. haven't got it. And I don't right. want this season to turn into a circus because of this situation. And I don't want the season to be derailed because of it either. There's a lot of hope. Right. A lot of, this is the first time, I think, going into training camp and decades that Washington is going in as a favorite in media. Sure. Yeah, it is. You're, they're getting a lot of love, aren't they? There's a, there's a lot of national love happening. Mm-hmm. And I don't want any of that to be derailed because some, you know, someone didn't get the vaccine. Yeah. Some third string linebacker has decided he, he doesn't want to get it. And now you have a breakout and now you have to forfeit a game and, and all hell breaks loose. Yeah. You don't want that. Not at all. What we do want to do is we want to talk Caps and our Nationals. That's coming up here in the postgame. All right, here we are in our postgame, and the Capitals have officially had a player drafted by the Krakens. Seattle took away uh, one of our our young players there. Yep, yep. Uh, Vitek Vanacek. I know yeah, you Vanacek. love names. Yeah. You love pronouncing I'm names. A, I'm looking at that going, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Vanacek, but I was yeah. just like, I was just, I'm looking at it, I'm like, that's Vansek. Or Vansek. Vanacek was taken away um, yeah. from, from the Caps. Is that, is that, did that surprise you? Is that who, who you thought that was unprotected that they were going to be taking? Yeah, because the, the rumor was out there pretty early once once everybody saw the list that that was probably the guy they're going to take. He's cheap, he's young, and he's pretty good. So he was not protected. You you can only protect one goalie, and they protect, uh, protected Samsonov. So obviously he's the guy they're going to go forward with. The only problem with that 
is they were hoping that maybe they would take one of the guys who has a big salary to open up a little bit more cap space because they are right up against it, their cap space. But they took somebody who makes less than a million a year, so it didn't save them any cap space. So now they've got Samsonov, who needs – he's I think he's like a – whatever they call it in hockey, a restricted free agent or something to that effect, or he's in his last year of his contract. And then, of course, they've got Ovi, who's unsigned. And they've got less than $10 million in their salary cap, and you've got to sign Ovi. And they are going to sign Ovi. They're yeah, going to that's... sign him this week. But what are they going to do to give him the amount of money that he deserves, which we all know is a lot of money, over $10 million a year, and also Samsonov or... Anybody else who's going to fit into their plans for this year. They're right up against it. They they saw this coming when they won the Cup and they had to re-sign Carlson and they had to re-sign Oshie and Kuznetsov. They knew this was going to happen. So we'll see what happens. Oh, and by the way, in the draft, they had the NHL draft. Nobody pays attention to that. Nobody's heard <laughs> of any of these guys or whatever. But something I found interesting, first, the Caps didn't have a first-round pick because they traded away that pick for uh, Mantha earlier mm-hmm. this year at the trade deadline. But Arizona had the 11th pick, right? And they had that pick taken away from them because they broke some rules in, like, the pre-combine something or another. The 11th pick. Can you imagine what kind of firestorm that would be if the NFL, if the team with the 11th pick, if that happened to them? But nobody even talks about that Arizona lost the eleventh, <laughs> the eleventh overall pick. That's they pretty. Lost. That's pretty bad. You're, I think uh, so. I think the most recent pick loss we've seen that that the high, like a first round, was uh, Patriots for Deflate Gate, right? Yeah, was that a first rounder? They lost a first round. They lost their first rounder. Yeah. I want to say. Or when um, Minnesota just forgot or ran out no, of time like twice. Yeah, that's Minnesota. <laughs> that's not. Yeah, that they, it's Minnesota. They, they 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 do that kind of thing. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think they would lose their mind if if, if there's eleventh. Who had the eleventh this year? It was one of uh, one of the NF, uh, NFC East teams? Yeah, like maybe it was, I think it was supposed to be Eagles. I think it was Eagles Giants Dallas or Eagles Dallas Giants. Yeah. There's something in there because then, but there was some trades that were happening. Yep. Eagles traded away uh, the tenth for they like to traded Dallas. up and then traded and the tra- back. Yeah, they were doing like a whole bunch of stuff. Right, right. None of them ended up with Kyle Pitts. That was that was my that was my that's, worry. I didn't want right. Kyle Pitts to future end up. Hall of Famer. Kyle, but Pitt. Michael Parsons, that was that was disappointing to see go to Dallas because I do think that he's a he's going to be a good linebacker. So uh, we'll see uh, how that season plays out. And uh, the you know as far as the cap situation, uh, you know we know in the NFL the cap doesn't you know matter. Right, like people can figure stuff out. Yeah, I'm sure that there's ways within the NHL, you know, cap situation that they're going to be able to pay OV. Like I said, that they is will. that's a done deal. That's, that's going to happen. Yep. Uh, so pretty excited to see where they go with that. I think the first round, not having a first rounder, is not a problem when you get somebody of Mantha's talent because uh, sure. I think that that was an excellent pickup by them. You know, hopefully. They get some depth there at goalie because Vanacek was uh, was a pretty good young player for them in in, uh, in goal. So yeah, and, we'll and don't be surprised if they make some trades here too as well to kind of free up some space. Kuznetsov could still be traded. Yeah, I have a feeling know. that's the route they're going to go yeah, to free might. up spaces to trade uh, and prepare themselves for the future because they are an aging team. Mm-hmm. 
And so they're going to need to, to set themselves up for the future. Not unlike our Nationals, who are in a buy or sell mode. And after losing two games to the Orioles, Ugh. I'm definitely leaning. Even though I'm wearing the shirt, I'm wearing I'm wearing my Nationals yep. uh, polo today. Uh, they they got to be selling, right? Yeah, they got to well, be selling. I think so. I mean, Rizzo Rizzo is not a seller. He hates selling. He likes to. No, you don't win by selling. Yeah, right. He likes to go for it, but but they just might have to. They just look at. I looked at the lineup yesterday. They had uh, of their eight fielders, they had five of them were not supposed to be their regular players, right? I've, other than the pitcher, right? The the eight uh, field players. What is the right word? They're they're eight position players, right? So their first baseman. Their shortstop and their right fielder are the only three regulars that were playing yesterday. They're on like their fifth catcher, their third left fielder. The uh, Scherzer got scratched yesterday because of something up in upper body when he was swinging. Stop with that. DH. All right. <laughs> uh, Strauss has been out most of the year. Joe Ross is hurt. Fetty's been in and out. Uh, Hudson's been in. Rainey's been. It's just been a disaster for the injuries and all. And then of course, Castro in his situation, basically getting thrown off the team for what he did uh, back home or whatever. So it's over for them this year. I called it a couple months ago, maybe not that long ago, what a month ago. About I said, it's over. Ago you called it it's over. Yeah. It's over for the Nats. That's okay. It's time to go ahead and sell some of these pieces where you can get something for them. Just not Turner, not Soto, right? We know those two. You're not trading those two. Yeah. Even though those are the ones who are going to get the most bang for your buck, right? No, no, right? no. You're just not. You're building but around. They're them. also the they're they're also the youth. I want. I definitely want to see both of them in a Nationals uniform for a, a decade, right? Sure. At least. Um, so it'd be nice to keep them. What about Scherzer? You know, he was yeah. a he was a scratch. They say it was uh, it was batting related. Yeah. Bring up the DA issue. Maybe yeah. we'll have that conversation another time. Yeah. Um, but uh, the. I'm not in favor of trading him. I'm just not. It's sentimental reasons. I don't want to see Max go to another team. It's not guaranteed that he's going to come back as a free agent. That doesn't happen very often. Who knows? He goes over and he vibes and they win a World Series and he's like, this is where I want to be. Or somebody else is going to offer him $20 million more than what the Nats are offering. I want him here. I want him to stay here. I don't want him to get traded. I want him to sign him in the offseason, all of that. Mostly sentimental reasons. He's still getting it done on the mound too. Let's not forget that. He's still he started the All Star oh, game. He's, 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 he's still probably the only game. legit pitcher the team has at this right, point. Right. Everyone else is uh, not living up to expectations. Uh, Strasburg can't stay healthy, and I don't yeah. know that we'll ever have Strasburg back. Yeah, like there, there, you know, there was a, another recent issue with him where he wasn't able to throw something yeah. with his neck, I think, and. You know, even when he came back and he was throwing, he wasn't throwing. You know, this guy's known for a, a fastball, and he can't throw a fastball that's above the mid nineties, and yeah. that's that's not not great. So yeah, who knows? I'm I'm worried about his future, but but we'll see what happens. Um, and and whatever Le is saying about the um, the Orioles, tell him he can just zip it. 
I don't want to hear anything about <laughs> the Orioles. It's a warning. No Ellie's what, warning dude. us. He's warning us if you trade your pieces you're going to, and mess around, you're going to end up like the Orioles. Right. Uh, and, right. and despite the fact that, that he gets, you know, Ellie's get, you know, some, uh, you know, He's very excited that the Orioles are whooping up on the Nationals right now. He's yeah. just trying to make sure that we understand, like, you can't give away. And we said this at the beginning of this portion. If you you, you do not win by selling. That's right. That's the thing. You do not and, win by, that way. By so the you, way, a couple years ago, they had this trade possibility with JT Real, Real Muto, the catcher for the Marlins at the time. He's now in Philadelphia making tons of money. But they had a trade lined up. But the Marlins wanted um, Robles, and the Nats were like, absolutely not. We're not getting rid of Robles. Man, they should have gotten rid of Robles, right? <laughs> gotten rid of Robles, it's oh, awful. Man. He's now platooning, by the way. They just yep. started that. They just started playing Andrew mm-hmm. Stevenson in center field against uh, righties. That's how, that's how far it's fallen for Robles. I don't know if he's ever going to recover. Because you know what you can't do? You can't trade known quantities for unknown quantities. Yeah. That's hard to do. You can't trade Scherzer for a bunch of uh, minor leaguers. Minor league prospects. You know prospects. what you got for Scherzer. Yeah. You have no idea how these guys are going to pan out. The uh, the the Robles situ- situation there. So he's got gold glove talent. Yes. But he cannot hit the ball to save his life. He can't. Like, he's, he's just horrendous at the plate. And that's that's his problem. He needs to be able to fix that. He's still relatively young. Oh, he's very young. He's so, still got a, a, a lot, a of, lot of baseball. Yeah, a lot of baseball in front of him. But, yeah, it's unfortunate to see what's happening with him. I think Stevenson's a fine player, a fine replacement. I don't think that he's at quite as, okay. you know, he's not as good defensively. Um, but, you know, at, at the plate, at least, he's not, you know, a complete embarrassment. So we'll, you know, we'll, you know they're in trouble. You know when the Nats are in trouble when Carter Keyboom has to come up oh, and yeah. <laughs> replace you know, replace another injury. Jody yeah. Mercer, who's you know he's a journeyman, but he had to bring up Carter Keyboom, who couldn't even make the roster. They gave him the third base job. This is your job. We are building around you at third base. And he goes, hey, he can't do anything, and he gets now he's back. They're in trouble. Season's over. I called it. How, how many more young guys do they do you do you bring up? When, like right now? For the or, before the end of the season, how many young guys do you think they bring up deliberately, not just injury based, but just deliberately? Like, okay, we're gonna bring up. Uh, you know, they have that pitcher. Is it is it time to bring him up? Get him some uh, some experience this season, so he goes into next season potentially one of your rotation guys. Yeah, baseball is one of those finicky deals with these young guys, especially pitchers. You don't want to bring them up and have him just get shelled because he's going to get shelled regardless of of how good he is. He's going to get shelled at the big league level, and then you send him back down, and he's he's all messed up up here. I don't know. It, you it's say that, but a, but Strasburg, it worked out for him. His, yeah, his it, he had an amazing first game. Right, he's a generation. <laughs> These other guys are not number one overall pick phenom. Soto Soto had a had a good uh, yeah. good so, what 20, 20, 20 to thirty games when he was brought up. I remember I remember and I might have told this story early on when we were doing this, but I remember his first game coming in, and FP Santangelo on the broadcast was talking about how we'll see what he does today. Tomorrow they're facing a lefty. 
he's not going to play again tomorrow. And he comes out in his first game, and I think he had he either had a home run or he had a couple of hits or whatever. And FP's like, oh, he's playing tomorrow against the lefty. For sure. <laughs> and he's never sat down since. No. Rightfully so. Pro- yeah, those, best hitter in baseball, not even having that great of a season hit by his standards, but still having a, a good season uh, by MLB standards. Yeah. Uh, just not as good as we, we all thought you know, he was going to have. Uh, but yeah. Trey Turner having an outstanding season. Trey Turner is going to get himself paid, uh, and Hopefully rightfully so. Hopefully. I'm hoping. Never. I want them to open up uh, the pocketbook for, for both Soto and Turner. Well, if you look at history, they'll open it for – Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin. They will not open it for Rendon, Harper, yeah. and possibly Turner. Their pitching, their their whole plan is around starting pitching. So we'll see if this finally changes, that they'll finally say, okay, okay, we've lost Rendon, we lost Harper. Let's stop that right now. Sign Turner, sign Soto. Pitching is the most important part. Sure. You know, it's kind of like a QB if you don't have uh, pitching but the problem is, is we're kind of in a situation there where Scherzer has a good day, but it doesn't matter because the bats aren't there. So mm-hmm. definitely going to have to to put that those pieces together. Hopefully they will. Hopefully we don't come back and Stoner's not in a pissy mood next next week because they've traded away Scherzer and Turner. Uh, and uh, I think when is it? When is the trade deadline? The thirty first? Is it sat next Saturday? I think I'd it's have to look it up, but it's definitely there. You'll see it's a lot of movement this week. We'll yeah. start seeing a lot of movement this week. We'll see how the 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 Wizards handle the draft. Is Beal going to get traded? You know he's you know he's considering asking for a trading request. You know Stoner's Stoner's favorite thing in the world. Those hedge tweets. So we'll see what else is uh, is on deck for our teams here in the district. And uh, this has been Ref the District. We're sponsored by One Call Technology, part of the Lounge Room Network. I'm Nathan. He's the Stoner. Washington, uh-huh, and we saw him die hard fans, yeah, we are. you know we keep it on 10, one, let's talk about two, the offense, one, two, three, let's go, and they gifted, we are Nathan and the Stoner, yeah, that's ref the district, oh, just a podcast. come on now and join us, you join us.